we're gonna get straight to it. You know what I'm saying? DMX Rough Riders. You ready? I'm ready. You got it? Ready. Got it. Uh. Hey. <laughs> This one the killers was outside. What? What? Hey. Hey. All righty. Turn up with GMX. Welcome to another episode of Oh, It's That Podcast. It's your girl, Issa. I'm nerdy. I am Lisa. And we in this thing. What's happening? All right. <laughs> How are you guys doing on this lovely afternoon? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Feeling good, feeling great. Good to hear X starting to open yeah. up the podcast. You know, that felt good. Yeah. You hear, cracking. You know what I'm saying? You hear that mm-hmm. beat, it be like. Yo, you know what it is already. <laughs> know about y'all, but know about y'all, but when when that was popping off in the clubs, you know, I, I all the ladies ran to the dance floor. All the dudes came up off the wall. You know, we got our b boy dance on. <laughs> so you came to get behind the girls while they stop and drop. Man, tell them like what? <laughs> <laughs> They be shaking that ass mm-hmm. and it's like, what? But I don't even think that's a song that you can really shake your ass to. I know. That's what I was thinking about. Like, I don't know what I was doing to that song because that's not really a, you know, twerky song. But, you know. <laughs> you pop that ass to it, though, still, though. <laughs> can make it work with the, with, the, with the drop, stop, you know. Can hydraulic your booty a little bit or something. Yeah. Make it work. Maybe that's what y'all was doing. Yeah, I'm saying that, that that song itself right there made you feel a little as a guy, I think it made you feel a little bit harder, you know what I'm saying? When why the girl shaking her ass, you yelling what? Like and like you 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 mad aggressive with the booty. <laughs> ah, that's what was going on. Like the booty talking back or something, you know. What? What? <laughs> Don't mind me. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just still trying to think of what I was doing when that song came Because <laughs> Nerdy is well aware that he was up on that ass when that song came Man. out. Anytime. Right, right. <laughs> Listen, anytime. Post it up, Tim, just check it on me. Yes. Any, that what he was doing, Nerdy? Every time. I mean, anytime, anytime DMX came on the radio, we was out there. Anytime. Put him on the glass. Man. <laughs> Especially when that party up came. Yeah. That whole line, you whack, you twist it, your girl's a hoe. Yeah, the kid oh, ain't yours. Yeah. <laughs> that was my shit, though. That was so bad. Yeah, man. DJ used to cut the, the DJ used to cut the beat, and everybody in the club, you hear him. Everybody be like, so? <laughs> What's that? Uh, <laughs> no, that was your favorite one right there. Be like, so, my baby, my baby, whatever the fuck the line is, but yeah. yeah. I love my baby mama. I never let her go. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> everybody. DJ, that was hot. That was hot in the clubs. You know, Issa knew that part. She was the main one in the club singing. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping it down on the dance floor. Yeah, no, I probably was rapping in the car or something. I just don't know. I can't remember. But I do know that part. 
Yeah, that was probably one of my favorites. And then um the other one I guess would be uh how's was it how's it going down? Yeah, I like that one too. Like the video. Like yeah, yep, that's what I always remember the video with the them I met her, she had a star with the jeans on and it was like the jeans with the star. I think I had some of those. <laughs> so I remember that part. <laughs> What about yeah. you, Lisa? What's up with X? Lisa ran out to the stove. Hurry up, trying to get you some jeans with the stars on it. Mm-mm. No, I just it just it must have just worked out. You know, they must have done a thing, and it just worked out. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, I I always play. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. I should, you know, play it now because I swear people be trying to make me lose it. <laughs> Lose it. Oh yeah, that should be my like, Yeah, that's like that. Oh shit. yeah, that's y'all like, gonna make me lose it. That's like a Up nine. in here. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a that's like a nine to five anthem right there. Like shh, y'all niggas just don't know. Yeah, that he is. But he got a lot of good songs to play like while at work. <laughs> like when I used to listen, I need to start back listening to my work, my music at work so I can stay calm. But when I used to be listening to music at work and somebody would get me upset and his song would be in my playlist, whether it was lose my mind or what they really want, like it would just, I would just be sitting there thinking like, this is the story of my life. What do they want? I still don't know what they want, do y'all? No. <laughs> oh well, I do. I think I think. Yeah, everything and then some. Hell, let's see. New tits, and, new and ass. what are they giving? Should be. <laughs> <laughs> they want new tits, new ass, new lips, uh, some lashes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the Jordan. Yeah, yeah. They want an unlimited card for Uber. You know, they want to be on that Uber unlimited. So yeah, they don't even want to drive no more. I just want you to get them a little Uber card. Yeah, yeah but it, it need to be Uber XL, though. That's what they want. Uber XL by themselves. <laughs> the 30-inch yeah. hair? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't put them on share. You can't put them on the Uber share. They'll be like, what? <laughs> no, I said they want some 30-inch hair. <laughs> oh, they, oh, yeah. I ain't, yeah paying, I ain't paying for no hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, nowadays, you know... <laughs> Yeah. Don't just dig it for the women with the hair now. Do what? You can be bald head while I give a damn. I'm lying. I'm, I'm lying. Your mind would not allow that because if that forehead is not white, they don't have no bangs to cover up that forehead. He's not going to have more hair than she does. <laughs> right, right. Could, yo, if that's the case, I would cut my hair. I would cut my hair if that was the case. <laughs> so if you was dating a chick with like a little Halle Berry cut, you would cut your hair I so sure that she would have a shorter hair. Yes. So you would have a shorter hair. Yes. You would go back to your fade in a heartbeat. Yes, because I don't need that conversation. Who her in the sink? <laughs> like, you know what I'm choice. Y'all feel like watch each other yeah. her, watch each other her day. Like that. Yeah. Just because she got short hair don't mean uh Well we know it ain't hers. If her hair can't go in the- We know it ain't hers. Well, Let's be real. Short hair shit. Let's be real. Nerdy short hair shit. Let's be Come- real. Let's be real. Yeah, I know what my hair look like. Come on now. Well Yeah. 
if it looks like yours, then it's yours. But if it looks like hers, then it's hers. But her right. Yours through. may have a curl to it, and hers may be straight. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Let it grow. Mm-hmm. Let it grow longer than mine. Let her let it grow longer than mine. I'll be all right. Yeah. Well, just buy some. Huh? Do what? <laughs> buy, buy some hair. I ain't buying her no damn hair. <laughs> Not buying her. You keep that shit to yourself. You you want to put lashes on? You want to put you want to put some? That's 30, what they want from a brother. <laughs> listen, if they want to put a thirty-two piece uh piece in their head, they gotta buy that themselves. They want to get some braids, they gotta buy that themselves. They want to, I don't know, whatever whatever others whatever other things women do, you know. Y'all can do that yourself. That's y'all own bill. So what type of things are you gonna purchase? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't, even, you know, I don't even like fake titties. So I don't like fake titties. I don't like fake asses. None of that. So if they want that, they can, keep, they can buy it themselves. Hope you make it. So up. you saying if you was with somebody with a fake ass, like if they got one after y'all got in a relationship, that would be a deal breaker. Not saying it'll be a deal breaker, but I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't pay for it. You wouldn't be paying for it, okay? Right, right. that's you. That's you. That's between you and your insurance. Hope you make it off that table in Columbia. <laughs> Is that rude? They may go. They may go to Doctor Miami. So he. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. I mean, I seen some of his work is nice. I'm not gonna lie, some of his work is nice, but uh, yeah, I pass. I'm not body shaming. I like you. I like you for your regular body. But you just feel that Doctor Miami can do a better job than God, then go right ahead. Okay, so that's, like a, that's, like a, <laughs> that's like a guilt trip type shit, you know? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Is it? Well, if you feel like if you feel like you're not happy with what God gave you, then go right ahead. <laughs> Definitely a guilt trip. Yeah, I mean, because we like what you have already. Now, if you if you getting a breast reduction due to medical issues. Then go right ahead. I'd rather for you to do that because, you know, if I decide to spend my life with you, I don't want you at the end of our lives or close to the end of our lives have like a hunchback or some shit like that. Then I'm a, I, I'll be sleeping with fucking Quasimodo, and I'll t- I'll, I'll say it too. <laughs> really, you would say that? Yeah. You gonna call her Quasimodo? Fuck yeah! And I rub a, I rub a little hump too. Be like some, you'll you'll like touch her head up under there so she can see you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. But you know, uh, I guess what we need to say before we just breeze over and get into the podcast. Rest in peace, DMX. Uh we love you. I know I do. Still, I don't know about y'all, but I do. Y'all love them? Yes, I do. Okay. You know, we... Lisa, you love them? No? Okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We love you, ex. What a, you know, thank you for your time here on Earth, and Cool. We know how we know how people pass and go, but the time that they had here on Earth, where the impact was amazing, and yeah. you just hear you hear all the stories, you know, you you hear all the stories about him and 
just how peaceful he was and even how, you know, how great of a guy he was, uh, a human being, father, uh, husband, you know, he dealt, he dealt with things like everybody doing life and he made the best of it. You know, he had some demons he fought with and I look at it this way. He's not in pain no more. He left us with tremendous content to go back and forth to, and we are good with it. I'm good with yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I still I watch. start reading a lot of stuff after it happened, like just about his childhood, and it's just like for him to even make it to 50, like just with some of the traumatic things that he's been through, it's kind of like, to me, sometimes it just makes me be able to, it doesn't mean it's okay, like, you know, for someone to be, whether they got a drug addiction or, you know, abusing family members or whatever the case, whatever their situation may be, not the NSM in particular, but it just kind of makes you sometimes kind of maybe have a little more compassion and understanding for them because you can see, like, when I was just reading how, you know, his teeth got knocked out as a child by one of his mom's boyfriends and his mom was like withholding food from him. He drank some perfume once. He was so hungry. Just all type of crazy stuff that like the average person could never even imagine dealing with. And for him to still become a success, to me, it just kind of shows like no matter what you're going through, you still can, you know, you still can make something out of a bad situation. Yeah, you know what? I watched that. Uh, I had watched that Rough Riders doc, and then even looking looking at that Rough Riders doc. I kind of, um, like, when they did his part or whatnot, when they was playing his part and they were saying how they met him and, you know, they were talking about the little camp that he went to or where his mom sent him off to. And it was, like, basically mm-hmm. the, the persona of DMX was kind of created to protect Earl, you know, and saying that yeah. Earl Earl ain't going to be hurt no more, so DMX is going to come out and DMX, DMX is going to be the one that protects him. Kill yeah, me. I said I wanted to go back and watch that documentary. I think I felt like I watched part of it before, but it's like now with him dying, it just makes me want to go back like and rewatch it and just, you know, watch all the details of it. So I got that on my to do list for watching. Yeah. Well kill me on this kill kill me on this take right here because when I heard that and when I was watching it, because I, wa- I watched it when it came out, it was like on B T or something like that. When I watched it and I heard that was said and I looked at it and I said, Damn, this is another, we can, we can, I can match this up with another musical great that people, you know, they just want to kill him because of his acts and R. Kelly. Right. And, and it's like, what do you, I know, I know it's probably people like, nah, you can't compare it to. Yeah, okay. DMX didn't hurt any little girls or no shit like that. But when you say, hey, DMX was the persona that protected Earl when they talk about how Robert Kelly was all the trauma that he went through as a child. And they, they said that he was shy. They said that he was, you know, he was kind of standoffish or whatever the case may be. Then he had all that sexual abuse uh, within the family. And then all of a sudden here comes R Kelly. And then even when the victims were talking about him, they would refer to him as R Kelly and Robert, like they was two different people. Mm-hmm. Even even his wife, even his even his wife said that like, you know, there was two different people, or there was like two different kind of like I guess it's two different like, parallels or whatever. Like, is Robert the monster, or is 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 R Kelly the monster? R Kelly probably mm-hmm. is the monster, but 
It's just like, hey, I'm protecting this little child that had all of this trauma, whatever the case may be. Not saying, you know, that's the same thing that DMX did, but, you know, DMX, sex addict, or I ain't going to call him a sex addict, but, you know, 15 kids, he love to have sex with grown age women. (laughs) You know, so no parallels right there. We're seeing that, but, you know, from their traumas, their traumatic childhoods, they were able to create, come up out of that, and even still, so can you really say that they came out of it? Because X had his troubles with addiction, and then R. Kelly had his troubles with being a pedophile. Sexual misconduct, whatever you want to fucking call it. But it's kind of like they both created personas to protect the child that was hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's weird sometimes too, agreeing with you, like how a person like R. Kelly, I think in his story, it talks about how the neighbor, you know, was a pedophile or, you know, touched him or did something to him. And then he grows up and becomes exactly, you know, what the neighbor did to him to a certain degree. And then like with BMX, um, his mom, you know, was struggling with addiction and dealing with different men or whatever that probably were abusive or had addiction as well and then he grows up and struggles with addiction as well too so that just kind of like correlates to like how sometimes people like they'll say two people will come from the same household and struggle and have the same parent and one person will see you know the parent as the addict and be like okay I didn't want to be like them I want to be total opposite and then the other person will be like you know, come out and be just like exactly what they saw or experienced growing up. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's crazy. I know they say like in psychology, your your childhood is a very big part of how you're going to turn out as an adult. And clearly we can see that. And I mean, this is not, and like I tell anybody, when you say that, a lot of people probably brush that shit off and say, no, that's not it. Listen, we don't do a lot of things conscious. We don't say, hey, oh, my mom used to do this, let me do that. Nobody, I don't think nobody out there in the world does that. Um, I mean, even when I see myself cleaning up the way that my mom or my dad used to, it's just kind of like you, you do what you know, you do what you see and you kind of do that unconsciously. Yeah. And I think sometimes people or like parents will look at it as a bad thing or like, well, you know, I did the best I could or, you know, say that kid do turn out cause I left, but didn't have a, you know, traumatic childhood. I think that, like, it doesn't mean personally that the parent did anything wrong or vice versa. When the parent did, a lot of times I've seen where several celebrities, you know, their parents were addicts or weren't in their life. And it's like now they don't want to take any accountability, you know, or they struggle with counseling with their family member for, you know, not being there. But the family member is kind of like this in the past. You need to put that in the past and move forward, you know. And so I just think, like, it's not always that the parent was bad. Some some instances they are and need to own up and be accountable and see how you can move forward. But sometimes it's not that you are a bad parent. Um, and to your point, sometimes people are in situations where they are products of their environment or what they grow up surrounding. But that does not mean that you cannot change, you know, or do better or be different from what you've seen and been around. It's, you know, it's a choice that you have to decide to make. Yeah. We we often see that a lot if you really think about it. You see those that have um, have been in the situations of the DMX and the R. Kelly, and then you do have those that 
were maybe a little bit worse off, but, you know, became successful or not even be successful, just came uh, prominent or, you know, or just a better per- person because of how they were brought up in the surroundings that they were in. But, it, you know, it's never easy to see or to hear, but, you know, it just makes those who are, who even care enough to know how humble and blessed they are not to have to have went through anything like that. You know, it's kind of unfortunate. I see a lot, you know, going with some of the boys that hang with my boys and my boys, I try to, you know, you should be grateful, but does that make my boys grateful to me? Sometimes no, but you know, we're doing the best we can, you know, because that's what we talk. That's what we know. You know, we talk to the hard workers, those that listen. We are what guys? Hard workers. We're hustlers. We're out there. We're trying to get it. We're trying to do the best. And those of us that took it with a grain of salt is laying up, hollering, oh, my back, my neck, uh, and want everybody to take care of us. Came from the same household, same parents, hard workers, educators, educated. You know, whatever the background is, is no matter what, you are, it just seems like there's just always one that goes against the grain or take the hard way when your parents try to make you eat. That was a soapbox. Yeah, because I want to punch the kid right now, but I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to say that he at home right there for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About to bring in some violence in the place up in here. But... <laughs> head, head button your child is okay. So it is a okay. Yeah, just, just a head button. But, mm, I might need. You call that tough love. Uh, you know, just boom, real quick. Pow. Don't get Lisa riled up. I see her in action. Don't get her riled up. <laughs> Try not to go to the stage. No, but, no, you know, I. They're going to have to learn them lessons. Yeah. Lisa, don't pull out that stick no more. No, I'm going to go, if I go to the safe. It's the gun. No, no, just, just, no, just, just, just hug them real tight. <laughs> Just hug them, make it hurt. Yeah, hug them, make it hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Give them a real hug. Like, what the heck? Yeah. They got to learn. They'll learn. They growing. They still growing. We... They won't get close sometimes because they probably know. That's why they stand back. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. They stand back and they be on guard, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that means they ain't nobody I'm like, why they keep playing with you? <laughs> they see about the snatches, Lord. She about the snatches. We don't even have no shirt on. <laughs> well, <laughs> they learn. They yeah, learn. They learn. They still learn. They still. They still. <sighs> they still babies. You can't babies. Yeah, they still babies. What are you talking about? Which mm, one? Which one? Not babies, but okay. They still is babies. They still your babies, mm. regardless. They're gonna be her babies forever. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this. My my niece is. 19 and i every time i see her i see five-year-old niece i don't see my 19 year old niece i see her as five years old where she was just the nicest sweetest oh i want to go recycle i want to change the world all of that (laughs) that's all i see her as this tits and ass that she got the makeup that she put on her face and all of her and shit that she be doing and making her money like i'm like I'm, like I'm proud of that part. Like I'm proud that she getting her money and she doing her thing. But like I don't see I, I don't see none of that grown. I don't see none of that grown. 
Make she's still she, a baby. She's still a baby. She's still five years old in my eyes. Anytime oh. I see her, she be posting on Facebook. I be like, that's just my little old baby. <laughs> she's five years old in my eyes. So, yeah. Ugh, I don't even want to think about yeah, that. I think All they right. have me blocked on that, so. <laughs> <laughs> Block. Block. Uh, it may be a good idea, too. Maybe a good thing. Some things I don't need to know. Lisa will be on there comment. Yeah. Are, are you are you that parent? Are you that parent to comment on your kids' uh, post? Come on now, now y'all know me, and I have social media. Now, why would you ask me that question? It's a valid question. That's why. <laughs> Look, it's evident that I don't post nothing. So <laughs> why would I even go to that? Because it's different. <laughs> that, that's different. Nah, I was always taught if you look for it, you're gonna find it. And you might want to be prepared for what you find. We'll head away. So, we'll head away to Facebook. I don't look. I just let it come out, and it doesn't take long for me to for it to come out. I just don't let them know that I peeped the game. Well, mm-hmm. well, the way Facebook is set up, the shit just gonna pop up any damn way. So it ain't you ain't got to go look for nothing on Facebook. It'll just bow in your face. Yeah, all of the I, social media sites. Yeah, you, I think friends. only one of them got. So only one of them has Facebook. What they be on is Instagram and all of that. That's where they won't let me in. They'll let me on the part when it comes to like football and stuff like that. But like they little private one, nah. It'll take somebody else in the family to see it and come and be like, "Girl, did you see this? Check this out." That's what I'm telling you. Go ahead and like this. So they school me how to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's probably some on Snapchat or something, something you can't see. Right, right. Is that still some stuff around? they know I don't really use. Is that still around? Yeah. Oh. Snapchat me that. No. <laughs> no, what God is that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought they were switching from there. I don't know. I what is it? Instagram? What what, what, what my mom said? Instagram, Instagram, and all that crap. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. See, I, yeah, they won't let me on them account. You can only have that when it comes to college and football, but all of this to my you only see. But you know, you're what? But you know what? Right now, in, in 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 these times, you feel like you do have to have uh two accounts. You know what I mean? And not just to say, like Kevin Durant. Take Kevin Durant, basketball player. He is known for having burner accounts to where. He can get on there and say whatever the hell he wants to without being fined from the NBA or, or whatever the case may be. But I feel like you have to do that uh, in this day and age because we know that so many people check our social medias and say, okay, hey, certain behaviors that we, uh, you know, have wouldn't go on our professional or not even call it professional, but our main page because we wouldn't want people to see us in that way. And if we got possible sponsorships and whatever the case may be, you know, It'll be like some bullshit, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. how how the Paul Pierce thing went. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say yeah, like <laughs> okay, y'all fired him. So what? He on our smoking a blunt and some, and some chicks in the background shaking ass. Okay, in but he couldn't do he couldn't do that on while he was hired at ESPN because they owned by Disney, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. And the same reason why they fired Jamelia Hill because of some of the stuff that she was posting on her uh, Twitter account. You know, they fired her ass from ESPN for that as well. So, you know, they have stipulations and things that you can and cannot do when you get in corporations like that. 
But even with the football players coming up nowadays, they have to, the kids, they have to have two accounts just to kind of separate that so you don't see and you don't lose any future things because you know council culture will dig up some damn tweets in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah, no matter what your profession is now, I mean, a lot of professions, like you said, the Paul Pierce situation, or I've seen where, you know, teachers have made remarks and it got them, you know, suspended or in trouble um, due to comments or something that they may have put on their social media page. So you definitely have to be careful because you can, you know, affect your work or future, like you said, endorsements, just depending on what type of career you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a way, they kind of take away your freedom of speech, right? Because you can't say what the fuck you want to say. Because if you do, then I can fire you. Just like old dumbass uh, in Texas, the mayor. Yeah, I remember that. The He was in one of them uh, towns that ain't really heard. And basically, it was right when the storms and stuff hit, the ice storms and stuff. Yeah. And he was talking about... Uh, <laughs> How some people at home just kind of sitting on their ass and not doing nothing. We <laughs> and we shouldn't be giving them. I don't know. He went off on. He went off on a rant. But uh, his mm-hmm. wife, because of his tweets, or yeah, because of his tweets, his wife ended up getting fired from her job. And what? I, and I think that's like bullshit. It's like yo, just yeah. because I'm married to him doesn't mean that we share the same views. Right. Yeah. I think that's that that to me that's a lawsuit or. Uh, for sure, unemployment. Like I ain't doing nothing wrong to be termed. You married, and to because of my spouse said something like, "Okay, your spouse is the mayor, so he quit. He he resigned his job. He resigned from being mayor, and because of his comments, she got fired from her job. And it's like that's fucked up. But you know, Texas is an at will state, so they could have came up with some bullshit just to let her ass go. Right, so. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder how that. When she got home from work after losing her job, <laughs> probably told him, "Nigga, you only had one job." <laughs> do you think she, you think she went in comedy? Hell no. Or do you mm-hmm. think she went in and raised them? She went in hot as hell. Probably went in there and yeah, but you know they white, so they probably let the shit blow over. Then she'll get a job back, or she probably worked somewhere else. Or you know, like Issa said, there's probably some lawsuit quiet. They settled out of court and X Y Z, but yeah. Not saying that white people got privileges or anything like that because they don't wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. I just don't think I could accept that without without a fight <laughs> because my spouse is some. Um, we could be estranged. Yeah, he'll know what's going on and just find me to him now. Uh-uh. You know, the, you you know the boys say well, you know me and my crew we live in the same building but we got different views so don't. Just because we see in the same household, don't don't attach me to that motherfucker, you know? Right, right. So, whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, Two social media pages. I mean, I guess two phones, two social media pages, whatever you need to do. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, hey, I got two phones. People got their personal phone and their business phone. So, now it's becoming the social media thing to have a personal account and a business account. That's what you gotta do. That's a lot of that's a lot of work though. That's a lot of handwork. <laughs> yeah. Or the or the mommy can view account and the other account. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know my I know my I know my oldest, he got two accounts, but uh I'm on one of his accounts. I don't never 
I don't ever go on there and comment or nothing like that, but I will uh I will like something. We're not gonna skip over the fact that you said that's a lot of hand work. Hand work. Yeah, I caught that. Really? What? You what? try to breeze all over that? Yeah. <laughs> hand work, multitasking, yeah, all that. What kind of hand work y'all into? Well, clearly we are a counter too short <laughs> based on these modern day stipulations. My hand work ain't good then. It seems like I'm behind the times. I better get up on it. Mm. You got to put the work in. You got to get you one of those little things that you just exercise your hands and you just squeeze it like that. Make your, <laughs> make your fingers stronger. <laughs> one of them stress balls or the, uh, the other ones that had a little resistance. Wire in the middle. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, get those. Get yeah, we gonna get Lisa one of those. Yeah, yeah Easter gonna me Easter gonna practice and, and get up on point on our hand game together. Uh, because we gonna go to the gun range. That's how we <laughs> yeah. Gonna, oh, okay, look, okay. We gonna learn how to pull a trigger. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do. I do want to do that, Lisa. We do need to schedule that. We've been yeah, talking about gonna, that. We are gonna play and set it off. It ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be three of us. It's gonna be two. <laughs> yep, I'm with it. Lisa and Lisa. Lisa and Lisa. That's how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a little photo shoot with our pistols and everything. Yeah. going to be like Charlie's Angels, but it's just two of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to have to do. Because okay. okay. I ain't going to be able to keep up. I'll be able to keep up with it better than I can in the social media. So. The, oh, the gun, the pistol? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nowadays, it seems to be what I'm going to need. Yeah, that, that is, that's more of a priority than uh, social media is your safety. Right. So, we need to learn how to protect ourselves. So, y'all like the new rule that's passed then, if that's the case then, huh? The new law that they're passing in Texas? No, I don't. Why not? I really don't. Well, tell them. Well, tell I really them, feel. Tell them what it is first before that, you say, before you tell. Well, the new law is anyone that's 21 and older. Has the right to carry a gun without a license. We already have people doing that. We already have we already have a lot of deaths because people don't know how to carry. And to me, that's making it more accessible to the young, high-headed folks. That's just my take on it. I just think making it that way. Legalizing it that way where you don't have to have a license, I just think it just opens it up for us to be walking around like we're in the wild, wild west land. And that's look like what the y'all lovely governor Texas has done. He don't open us up. I guess we're going to shoot at Corona since we don't have to wear masks. I don't know what here he's doing. No, Corona ain't in Texas. Chill out. So, yeah, I don't know. He's just going to kill us one way or another. That's the way I see it. Yeah. yeah, I just think that's crazy to not have to have any type of license or anything. I only be 21, um, like no other rules or stipulations, licensing anything and can just carry it out and about with you. Like I could see that going both ways. Like to Lisa point now, these people have access to carry around a gun, but you put that into law. But then when a police officer or someone sees you with it, are they going to accept that as? Oh yeah, now the law is you can have a gun, or is that going to turn into a whole situation like a lot of the situations that we're seeing come about? Oh, we thought they had a gun. Okay, well, 
it with this new law, even if you did think I have a had a gun, is that probable cause? Because now the law says I can carry a gun and I don't need a license to have it. So I just can really see a lot of issues with that coming up with the law side and just, you know, irresponsible people, irresponsible people having access to carrying around a gun as well. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm not a fan of it either. I do think that when you go get your concealed uh, license, the classes is very, uh, very informative to tell you, you know, uh, about gun safety. And then even if you are into a situation and you do have your gun on you, your gun shouldn't be, shouldn't be your first, you know, your your first choice to kind of resolve or de-escalate the situation. And some people, you know, they if they're not ready or if they not if they're not in that mindset and the first thing they want to do is grab their gun. Oh, I'm, 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 you know, I'm licensed to carry. You're not supposed to, your, your gun is not your first weapon. And in some cases, you know, some of these folks without their training, that's what they're going to do. Instead of us talking something out, I'm going to pull my gun out and cause I won't have to deal with you. So I just want to swipe your ass away. So here I go. Boom, boom, boom. You out of here. Without a license, I think it's gonna be a lot. Of, I think it's gonna be a lot of people running around saying, "Hey, I got a gun. Yeah, my gun is legal, or whatever the case may be." But you know, I ain't gotta have no license, so I can carry it. And then, with you saying about the police situation, like now it's gonna make you even. We thought black men were scared to go outside already. This may be, <laughs> you know, this might kick some people, some, some men, paranoia up. Because now you got to worry about the cops. You got to worry about some random, uh, some random, some other random person, you know, because then, you know, we, with these uh, so-called civilian heroes that want to run and, and say, oh, you, there was a bunch of break-ins in this neighborhood and here, and we don't know you, you and you're in my neighborhood. I probably want to try to come and stop you, make a citizen arrest, pull out my gun. If you pull out your gun and I got my gun on me, then what's going to happen? It's just a, it's just too much, too many variables, too many things that just ain't gonna work. My mind ain't gonna allow it at all to say, "Hey, now I am going to have a different conversation with my boys about stepping out, being aware of their surroundings." You know, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, I've you know I kind of raised my boys already to have their head on the swivel when they step out, they don't live, they don't, they don't live the life that I lived when I was growing up. So, but it's kind of sad that I have to kind of put that on them. You know what I mean? It's sad that I got like, yo, you gotta know your surroundings, know who you know, know who, know who's in the party, know who's there, scope out the scene, make sure, you know what I'm saying? If you see something body with a bulge in there, if they got the gun on them or whatnot, you know, just remove yourself from that situation. Cause you know what I'm saying? They might be there to fire on somebody else or if something pop off, I don't want you to get hit with a stray bullet or, you know, you could, you know, a stray bullet could take your life. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's a conversation that I don't want to have to have, but I know it's a conversation that I am going to have to have. And, you know, my oldest son, you know, I love him dearly. And like he is on, point sometimes when it comes to having his head on the swivel and then other times he just like fucking clueless <laughs> my 10 year old 
Oh, he can spot it at everything. He just like me. He oh, you didn't see that over there. Oh, you didn't see that over there. You didn't see the lady with the mole on her nose. You didn't see the lady. You didn't see the little uh, dude with the wooden leg. Like, wait a minute, nigga, what? <laughs> That's what I want you to do. But I mean, damn, he he does it to the T, and I love that. But <laughs> yo, like we we know we know who in the building. We know who in the building. He got everything under control. Yeah, we know who in the building. If if, if it's a situation that we don't like, we back out of it. But, yeah, you know. we, we definitely do have to keep, you know, it's like, to me, it, it's hard enough um, being black. And so, you know, I really worry now because these kids, you know, they didn't fight like we fought back in the days. When you, had a, when you got into it with somebody, you fought with your hands or you use your words. Because, you know, we could play the dozen, as they, as the older people called it, so quickly. But nowadays, they get into it, and the first thing they want to do is they want to grab a gun. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's just making it more accessible. And then with the cops, you're you're already black. You're being pulled over. For whatever reason they may feel. And then you have to worry about that, whether you license the carry or not. Because, you know, there has been instances where we've seen them pull over um, people if that was licensed. One, um, I don't know if you guys saw the article where the gentleman was in the, in the army or something like that. That was in the news the other day, and they pulled him over. And he had his hand out and everything. So that was a whole big old thing. So just imagine all of this extra to be added on to it. And then rightfully so, not to say that they shouldn't fear their life because there are some of us. That ain't wrapped too tight out there. But I just think it just puts everybody on a heightened alert and there is going to be more of what we're already seeing on national TV with all of the shootings and everything going on. I just Yeah, when you're talking about the lieutenant, that lieutenant one that was that was tough to see because then you say, Okay, hey, this is a person of military that served for this country and then he got his hands out and then the way that they treated him, it was disgusting. It was it was just pure Exactly. It's pure disgusting. And like yeah, like you say, mass shootings. You talking about that? Like year to date, right now, we're at a hundred and forty-seven mass shootings year to date. And then on top of that, we had forty-five within the past month, from starting from March sixteenth all the way up to today, forty-five total. Like that's ridiculous. You know, some of these uh, were even here in our own city. And I haven't heard about them, you know, like uh, April 3rd, that was, you know, a murder-suicide plot. 21-year-old and a 19-year-old boy uh, made a pact to kill their parents and their sister and their grandmother. You know what I mean? Then, Yeah. And then the, uh, there was a shootout on, in Fort Worth, and five people ended up dying. Uh, Detroit, you know, one person killed three uh, uh, killed three others. It, it The list goes on and on. Milwaukee, April 7th. Uh, the former NFL player from South Carolina and Rock Hill, he killed his doctor and their kids. Uh, there was something in Bryan, Texas on April 8th, April 9th, Fort Worth, Texas, Michigan, uh, Allendale, April 10th, Waterbury, Connecticut, Missouri, uh, Kosh- Kong, Oh, I don't know if I'm saying that right. One person was killed and three others were injured in a shooting at a convenience store. So, I mean, Memphis, Tennessee, and the list just goes on and on. But, like, we don't hear about a lot of these things just because the media the media doesn't push it. But we hear about those notable ones where 
okay, oh, this was mad, you know, the uh, spies, you know, the one that kicked it off. I don't want to say that it kicked it off, but back in Atlanta with the spies, with them killing the Asian folks. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Florida. I mean, I don't want to say that we expect shit to go like that on in Florida, but, I mean, it's just it's just retarded. You know, seven people were injured by gunfire near a nightclub after a fight broke out. Back to what you were saying, Issa. Like, I mean, Lisa, it's more of back in the day we fought. Uh, we, we cracked jokes on one another. Today, you got to be careful who you crack a joke on because that motherfucker can smoke you. You know what I'm saying? You start you start cracking jokes on a person in, in front of a crowd instead of putting up their dukes or trying to score back on you. They probably pull out a gun and and, and spray and spray everybody that was laughing at them and kill the person who, uh, you know, kill the person who was cracking the joke. So that ain't no shit that I want, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but it's it, it, it's it's so it's so many it's so many damn mass shootings and I mean so many mass shootings and of course they say a mass shooting is classified as three or more people injured or murdered in a single shooting and so or wounded. you know and, and one that I I kind of worry about and I wonder if there's going to be some change to it is FedEx so. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that one with the FedEx shooting. You know, um, he shot, what, eight people? Yeah. Uh, I think there was some more wounded. Well, the the change I'm wondering if FedEx is going to make is uh, allowing their employees to have their cell phone, because that is a rule. And I worry about that because my two boys work for FedEx, and they're not allowed to take their phones in the building. Yeah, but so, he wasn't. In, he wasn't in the building. Yeah, but no one could call for help because they had no cell phone. Well, no, they. So I do know a little bit about them. So like there are. So once you become a supervisor, supervisors can have their cell phones or whatnot. But if you're just packing, if you're just packing and putting packages up, you can't have your cell phone on you because you know the obvious reasons. You don't want to get accused for stealing. You know whatever the latest greatest phone out iphone 12 13 45 samsung sony whatever the case may be but there are people in the building supervisors with cell phones and i mean i get what you probably be saying thinking oh what if they're saying it's a distraction mm-hmm. yeah but you don't need that you don't need you i mean you throwing boxes for a couple hours three three to four hours is what you're getting and then you bouncing out but like this dude right here uh, he was at the front uh, customer service counter or some crap like that uh, right outside the building. So those folks had their cell phones. So like those folks at the customer counter and stuff, they can have their cell phones or whatnot. But I mean, if you just roll up on somebody and you kill eight people and several others were, that's what it said. Eight people were killed and several others were wounded. You yeah. Know? Four were outside and four were inside. Yeah. So. According to what they were saying. Yeah, I mean it's still, I mean. And then there was warning. His his mother did call the police a couple of times, from my understanding, warning them of his mm-hmm. mental status, and there was no help. But this is not the first and, time. This is not the first time that we've heard it. Of course, that's not, not the first time where, where the parents warned uh, 
the police. And if I'm not mistaken, they said that was that was the cause with the 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 guys from Sandy Lake. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and wasn't that the same Hook, thing with the one Sandy in? Hook, my bad. Yeah, the Sandy one with Hook. the Walmart too wasn't. That's what I was just gonna say. Wasn't that with the Walmart? The mom had reported it. Yeah, and I mean they got. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just seems like mental health does is coming up a lot in situations too. Some maybe they're just throwing it out there, but other times it's coming up where you know that person does have a known history. I know it was another case where the man was like, he was like a foreigner and was over here and it was like so easily for him to access a gun. And yeah, they asked him a question. Have you ever had any mental illness? But there's no one fact checking it. And he just marked no, got a gun, killed himself, killed his whole family. And, and it's just like, okay, but now we're talking about anybody can carry a gun with, without even, you know, with nothing, like, you know, no licensing, no nothing. And this person was able to purchase one. And he, even though it asked them the question on the form, all they got to do is check no, even though that they know that they, that person was in treatment, had been in and out of treatment for depression and with the psychiatrist over the years. So it's just kind of like, to me, something has to play, take place with mental health too, because after the fact, everybody is always, oh, we knew they had a problem, just that in the third. But if the family legally can't, you know, get them help or make them check into a place, it just leaves a lot of vulnerable people's hands tied. They can call or tell the police or whoever, but legally, if that person is not showing signs of a harm or a threat, there's nothing you can do until after the fact, when now they've done something terrible, now, now after the fact, oh, we knew they had a problem. But there's nothing in place like to where you can really, you can't just go and start committing people because you know they got they got a mental problem. Right, I wouldn't think that you would just start uh, committing people, but I think that there should be. I think somebody should be held accountable. Like if I'm if I'm the parent and I call, and I call my local authorities and tell them, hey, I feel like my son is a threat. Because I'm black, I think they will come out, take a look at it. It's no different from doing like a wellness check or whatever the case may be, right? And if they feel that, you know, hey, it appears to be okay to me or whatever the case, and they blow it off, and he goes and does, God forbid, something crazy like this or like any of these uh, damn shootings, then somebody has to be held accountable for that. Like, I know that the police officers aren't psychologists. They're, they're, they're not therapists. They can't really come out and assess the situation. But if somebody's saying, Hey, I'm having a fear that this person is going to harm somebody, you know, maybe y'all can with our, with our permission, you know, help us take him to a hot, help him take it to a hospital to see what's what. You know what I mean? Just to kind of get them evaluated. Uh, because if not, you know, they can go out and they can do things like this or whatever the case may be. And I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to know what the parameters of that is because. And sometimes it's backfired on people who have, like, I know you got a problem and I'm like, Hey, this, you know, they have a history of schizophrenia. You know, I need someone to come out here. And then the police ends up coming out there and shooting the person and the family just wanted them, you know, to come over and get them under control or they were sharing them, you know, incorrectly and they end up dying. So it's like, 
some people are scared to call because you killed my family member. I knew they had a problem and I just wanted you to come out and, you know, assess them or to your point, maybe get them to go in for an evaluation and y'all don't come out and handle it correctly. Then when I do inform you, someone's on the loose, you blow me off and then they go and do a mass, you know, shooting. So it's just like, it's like, it just, we have to have, it just seems like something's lacking in the system somewhere. Yeah, I kind of wonder what the what the person who blew, who the person who take that phone call, and you blow it off, and then next thing you know, you hear about this mass shooting. Do you even step up and say, "Hey, that was my fuck up"? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, and when you know in advance that it's something related to a mental health check or something like that, like you said, the police aren't trained for that. But can you have someone on staff that's able to go out? you know, for that call or something, because you know what type of call you're going out to, even though you may not be trained to handle, you know, mental issues, but then you get out there and you handle them the same way you would handle, uh, you know, a murderer or something like that. And this person ends up killed because you lack the training to handle the situation, but you knew what type of situation you were going into, you know, if you're called in advance and told, Hey, this person, you know, has mental health issues, blah, 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 blah. It's like you're going into the situation untrained and you don't even tailor how you handle that situation. Right. So many, I think everything needs a whole revamp. Uh, we need, we need some type of revamp period on how we handle situations like that gun reform. And I mean, I get it. You know, we, we, we talked about this on one of the previous pods long, long ago or whatnot about some of the things that they possibly could do to make sure that, you know, people can handle guns better and all of that or whatnot. But so that hopefully that these mass shootings wouldn't happen, but then that will be require us going and get some of these old guns off the street. Because if you can still get an old gun without technology in it, you still can pull a trigger your damn self and still go out and kill somebody or whatever the case may be. Uh, But then too, we don't want to upset anyone or try to fuck over the second amendment or whatnot. You know, it is what it is. You know, you know how we feel about our guns in Texas. You know, guns, Bibles, faith, you know, football, you know, family. That's about right, right? Yeah. Faith, family, guns. Yeah. Texas. That's us. But yeah, too much, too, too much, uh, too, too much of this shit. Mass shootings, uh, cops still killing, still killing black folk. Uh, two instances uh, this past week, one with a 13-year-old kid in Chicago, another one with uh, the, what was it, three officers, two one, uh, two were being trained, and a 26-year veteran officer uh, I watched that video. It was kind of hard to watch, and the fact that she yelled, tase him, tase him, tase him, tase him, and then she pulled out her gun and shot him, and then she goes, bleep, I shot the fucker. Or fuck, I shot him, and then he drove off and crashed, and of course, you know, passed away. But like, at what point, like the training, like that that that's even worse because you're training two new cops and you're the you're the veteran there, and it's like when you see the video, the guy is standing kind of like within his car door. The other police officer is kind of close by him. And then 
you you see the body cam and you kind of see her just say, I guess he's trying to get back into the car. And when he tries when he tries to get into the car, that's when she goes, tase him, tase him, tase him. And then she pulls out her weapon. So if she's telling the other officer to pull now the the second officer, the one that was been trained, he was on the other side of the vehicle. So he wasn't close in proximity at all. It was her and one of the officers. And you see him get back into the car and then you can tell that one of the officers, the, the officer that was close by him. I don't know if he was shocked or what. I don't know what day number this was on the job training for him. And he was kind of, you know, I mean, he, he was, I guess he was trying to get him out of the car. But then when she said, tase him, tase him, tase him. And then she pulled out that gun and then pow, shot him. It's just kind of like, what the fuck, you know? Um, I seen another video where a police officer was kind of describing how to pull the tails out, how to pull a gun out. And you kind of look at that mm-hmm. and you go, well, damn, like the way he broke that down is like, you can't, you can't mistake that. That's not a mistake. And he broke it down. So, so he was saying that they're not even located side by side. Right. The one that I saw. Yeah. So I'm mean, just like, so how did you mistake? your gun for a taser they're not even side by side you know they said it has happened but the percentage is so small like a single digit of percentages of where this may have happened previously but yeah and i think you would be like so even when she was hollering tase him tase him because she she said it about three three or four times to me that would have gave you like a signal would have went off in your head well, I'm going to grab for my taser. So if my ta- if I'm pulling my taser out of my holster with the weak hand, but for some odd reason, I grab with my strong hand, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, and, and, and I'm pretty sure the damn weight of the gun and the taser is too fucking, is like night and day. Yep, they did say that too, that the weights are totally different from the gun versus the taser. Yeah, and 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 I don't want to say that we need to take the guns away from uh, officers, and they just need to go out with tasers. But if you see what a taser can do to a person, if you see what a taser can do to a person, you you would ask the question, why have a fucking gun? You know what I'm saying? If you see what a taser can do, them little them them little two things when they hit your ass them them that voltage is gonna is gonna your ass is gonna straighten up and be prepared to piss on yourself <laughs> like yeah I wouldn't want to get tased at fucking all like no I seen people get tased and when I tell you they go straight to a fucking ten hut <laughs> yeah and then they drop down like that's how you should do a person well yeah I mean I mean my life or get tased tase me yeah not for fun and then i saw where he like snatched his hand from out of the handcuffs so it's like y'all didn't even have the handcuffs locked all the way otherwise he wouldn't even been able to pull his hand out you know what i'm saying so it's just a lot of things unnecessary that happened with that whole situation you're supposed to be detaining somebody in handcuffs but you don't have the handcuffs locked and secured that just seemed like something that would have took place in training early on because when he pulled his hand away, it was just like if the if the handcuff was locked, from my understanding and view of watching it, 
he shouldn't have been able to pull his hand out to even go back into the vehicle. Right. And see, I guess that's like, I don't know, that's what I say, what day of training were they on? Have they actually tried to put handcuffs on people? Like, what, like, if you got to. Or should she have been doing that, you know, part, yeah, yeah. and they watching her, if she had been doing that part in security, you know, then we could have avoided this situation altogether. Yeah. I know, like, in Bedford, uh, in HEB area, uh, I know Bedford was one of the police uh, stations, you know, when you go to Bedford to get trained and what you will see is you would always see them kind of like pulling two people over you. Well, they will pull a person over and there'll be two cars. One car has supervisor on it. And so the, the officer that was in training, when they pulled somebody over that supervisor car will pull up and pretty much kind of walk them through the steps. If they had to take the person out the car or put the, uh, take the person into custody or whatever, the supervisor would be right there on the job, walking them through step by step and just kind of going through that whole process. Now, granted, HEB area would be what your suburb, not, not, not your urban neighborhood. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe they can do a little bit more training out there just because the people aren't as, or possibly not on edge as some of these folks in other communities. I guess I'm trying to get around saying, you know, it ain't a black neighborhood. Saying the obvious. <laughs> yeah, it ain't a black neighborhood. I mean, shit. I tried to dance around that all I could, but it ain't in a black yeah, neighborhood. Yeah. And you see, Issa and I was letting you try to work your way through it. We didn't even come through, but yeah. Yeah, well, shit, help me. Sometimes you just have to put it out there. Sometimes you just got to put it out there. But, I mean, that kind of, that you know, it's just, no, no. You got, you got the police officer, you got the neighborhood, you know, yeah, we want to watch and protect our neighborhood, but you even have some of them that do too much. It's just too much. Let me ask y'all this. As black women, in today's America and how we're and how we see things progressing and moving, how comfortable are you or how safe do you feel moving about on an everyday basis? I don't feel safe at all because it, it to me at this point, it, it doesn't matter whether you man, woman, boy, or child at this point isn't is really not safe. For anyone, you know, I fear normally was, you know, someone trying to attack us or attack our purses or, you know, or whatever. Um, you know, be, you know, it was always told, be aware, uh, be aware of your surroundings. Hold your purse this way. Don't put your purse in the car this way. Do this, do that. But now you just got to worry about not only that, you just got to worry about going out just like everybody else. It's just like it's so much. So it's really no different from to me being a woman than it is from anyone anyone else. Because there's been examples of women being, you know, harmed, you know, wrongfully. So we're no different. I agree. It's definitely a, a you know, just a concern. Like it's like no matter what you do or how you prepare or what you like you say, tell your children, it's like 
you tell them everything and then something after following all of those tips still happen and somebody come up shot. You know, so it's like no matter how much you prepare yourself, it's like studying for a test and you prepare for everything and all the information and then something still come up. Even though the teacher told you only study these is all the information you need to study to prepare, they still put something on there. So it's just like to me, people will say, oh, well, they weren't complying or they were resistant. And it's like we work on jobs all the time where people don't follow process. The type of jobs that police officers have, just because someone's not following your order does not mean that they should end up dead. And so it's just like no matter how you prepare for your day um, as a woman or a man, uh, uh, black or black female or male, it just seems like there's still new incidents or cases, even with people that are complying, even with all the instruction that we provide and give. So. To Lisa's point, it's just kind of like it's no way to feel safe because no matter what you do, something still seems to come up. Right. Do you think that you're, do you think that because of the pandemic that it's probably your awareness now is probably heightened just because we've been in the house for so long and those people who are going outside like with all these mass shootings and you're hearing about this and it seems like every other day that somebody's dying or getting shot or something like that. Do you think that the psycho your your the psychological thought or the process in your head is heightened to the point where you kinda like, you know what, I can stay in the house. I don't really wanna I don't really wanna go out. Think- I think we're more heightened because like you said, due to the pandemic, not only, you know, I feel like with the pandemic and I told you guys it, it with us being you know put on lockdown can't travel as much can't move as much um work you know you're not back and forth in the building for most people most people that work at home I just think that being around you know because we've all you know been home you're able to observe a whole lot more in my opinion to me I'm able to observe a lot more um whether it be um, what's going on in the world, to the pandemic, to whatever. I just think that, you know, being that way, it, it heightens you. Um, it gave you the time to sit still, to, to wake up, and to see a lot of things, if that makes sense. More, more time to think, um, you know, and just, I, I don't think the pandemic, because I just feel like stuff was good, the same type of stuff was happening before the pandemic. And it's still happening now. And um, it doesn't have me in a fear to the point where I don't want to leave my home because it was kind of the same thing with COVID at first. Like after a while, you get to a point where it's like, I have to live life. I have to have faith. I have to have some, you know, part of normalcy, you know. And so it just gets to the point where all you can do is just be be aware of your surroundings, be mindful of, you know, different actions and steps you take. But, of course, it's still not a surefire way to remain safe, but it's just some additional steps that you can take. And I think just now with the pandemic going on, it just, you know, maybe it's just making people that are at home or have had more time to sit around and think um, or have had other challenges and things going on between COVID, unemployment, other things just as, you know, made them think more about situations and um, what's going on. But 
I definitely don't think that it would be any different if the pandemic wasn't going on in terms of the mass shooting and the police situations. I don't think that would change it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I do think, I know for me, I'm just going to speak for me. I do know that if I ain't got to go nowhere, I'm not going nowhere. That's just me. If I ain't got to go nowhere, I'm not going nowhere. Um, I know that these things were happening every day. These things have been happening for years and years on end. The deal is because you're in the house, because you get to, we get so much information. We get so much information. We get so much information uh, from, we get so much information. I'm sorry, y'all. Hold up. (laughs) Because we get so much information at our fingertips, you know, that's the play. Like we see all of this. We see all we see all of this going on, and because you get so much, you it's more like some people are being desensitized to this, and that's where they say, "I don't give a shit," and I can go out there. Me personally, I'm not that person. I can't be desensitized to murder. I can't be desensitized to, you know, seeing people get ran over, seeing people going, getting on, being on drugs, and jumping off roofs and doing crazy shit or that's not that's not something that's going to be normal to me that's not something that I'm going to um make a part of my everyday life I can tell you this for the past probably past three weeks I've probably watched a total a total of like four hours of tv and even in my phone I have not really been keeping up with stories or whatnot I know only time I really kind of went through the news lines or whatnot is when we came for when we were preparing for this show right the other show that I do I don't it's just random thoughts so it's just, those just come straight out so I don't have to really do any research for those but like you know I laughed I laughed with it was like a hysterical laugh if it wasn't it wasn't a laugh that like ha ha funny but a laugh of disbelief where the the headline read Johnson and Johnson's vaccine shot may be perfect for homeless people. And then turn around, we get all this notion uh, this past week talking about they halting the Johnson is Johnson fucking uh, COVID vaccine shot. And it's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and it's just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yes, it's blood clots, blood clot. I mean, and I think it's I think it said it was like only in six people or something like that that it showed up in six people. But come the fuck on. Like we gotta do things right. We gotta take our time. We can't rush. Google Google, Amazon, the internet itself has put us in a now mind state where I want it yesterday. If I want if I want to look for something, I should be able to punch I should be able to punch it in on my phone and I should be able to get it within seconds. If I want if I want to buy something, I should be able to get it tomorrow or same day. You know what I mean? And I think even with our medicine, it's like, oh, we need a cure. We need we need a cure or we need some type of vaccine for uh COVID. Look how fast it took them to get it. Nine months. Some shit like that. We already doing human trials, and then now y'all rolling this shit out. And then Biden said that, what by July fourth, if everybody goes and takes this vaccine, 
by July 4th, we can be wide open and we can get back to somewhat normalcy. And then these companies are going to start putting people back into the offices or whatnot. It just kind of make you wonder, like, y'all set us down, took us off the streets in some places, and it kind of makes you wonder what the fuck is going on. Makes you say, hmm, uh-huh. Wanted to give it to the homeless people. Now you found out if everybody just go ahead and take it, it's just, you know, it just definitely makes you question our system as a whole with a lot of the things that we've been talking about. Healthcare, the COVID situation, mental health, just the system gun reform, just the system as a whole. Yeah. Y'all, how y'all feeling about the uh, shot? Y'all, y'all gonna get it still, or y'all still holding off? Well, I'm considering it. Okay. Have gotten. Um, I feel like there's enough out there, and there's enough. Um, I've uh, seen some. I've had people to have. I have more people to have taken it, um, both doses, and not have any issues. Um, than not, than some that have taken it and had the issue. Um, definitely no one I know has taken the Johnson & Johnson brand. Um, when I got hurt about the Johnson & Johnson, I did tell my son not to take it. Um, I was, I well, I had already told him not to take it anyway due to the percentage of coverage. Um, well, the effectiveness of it. So I didn't feel that one was a good one. Anyway, sorry, Johnson, Johnson, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel, you know, I've heard some people take the Pfizer one and have um, side effects. I've heard some people take the um, Moderna one and had side effects. Um, I've had individuals that have taken both and never had any issues with it, no more than um, first day, you know, of course, the sore arm. And then the next day they had chills and um, they were fatigued. And it lasted, the first one, I think, lasted like a day or so for them. And then the uh, second dose is, is the one that everybody really worries about, from my understanding. And there, you know, it, it lasts a little bit longer. But, you know, if you take you some Tylenol and um, antihistamine, you'll be okay. Uh, most people are keeping Starbucks in the business. Because they're going to buy their um, tea. So, I mean, is I've seen that. Then I've seen where I've, there's individuals that have taken it after having COVID. Those are the ones that I found who have had um, the most side effects. I know a couple of people. Um, one I knew had COVID. One I had no, didn't know that they had ever had COVID. Who um, took the first dose and had side effects from it. So they're leery of whether or not they should take their second dose. But, um, and then I know someone that took it and later got COVID. So it's just, it's a, to me, I guess we have to start looking. At first I was like, no, 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 I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. But then after you start to think about it, I start to think about it and look at it. It's a virus. So it's about like the flu. You take the flu shot, get the flu. I've experienced that. So. Um, and then in getting the flu, it was like, oh, well, you caught the strand that wasn't covered by the shot. So it's, it, I think that's a chance to take with the COVID as well. When you take the vaccine, having a side effect, um, 
possibly having a third one after because there's talk, there's talks of a booster after getting the two doses already um, because there's a different strand of COVID coming out. So um, it's, it's, it's each person to me. It, it's, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. That's just like getting your kid vaccinated to go to school. Some people don't do it. Some people do it. It's up to you. Right. Choose wisely. That's all I can say. I have a question. I have a lot of traveling to do, so understood. I need I, I need to get it. Understood. <laughs> Your question, Issa? Like you just said with the flu shot and maybe one of you guys can answer, like to me when I think of a vaccine like the flu shot, we know that a person gets that every year. You know, if you choose to get flu shots, you usually get that every year. And they don't call the flu shot a vaccine. They call it the flu shot. So it just kind of sometimes makes you wonder why we call it the COVID. COVID, why are we calling it a vaccine? But we're saying there may be different strands. Um, you may need, the, you may be vaccinated, but still get it and need some other, you know, shot if other strands or different things come out in the future. It's just like, well, why are we calling it a vaccine and just not saying it's a COVID shot like with flu that you would get every year or as other viruses or strands come out, you may need to get it again. But we're saying vaccinated. And I just feel like vaccine, like with chicken pox, you get a vaccine and you may get chicken pox once but never get it again. But with this, it's like, okay, you're getting vaccinated, but you could still continue to get this again and again, or some stories are shown where some people have already had it twice again after being vaccinated. So I'm just like, why are we using the word vaccinated instead of just using shot? Um, or am I just asking too much? <laughs> to kind of answer your question is same reason why the flu, uh, the, the flu numbers are down. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more, it's, it's more than what we can see. It's more than what we can see. It's the reason why they're calling it a vaccine. They're not really telling us the flu. Uh, the flu numbers were down um, last year, and it was like down to like eighteen hundred cases of the flu, and everything else was COVID, COVID related. And then, do we know if the flu is going away now, and everything is just going to be COVID? So, like she was talking, I like, think they like, just call everything COVID because it's a hot topic right now. You break your toe and you go to the doctor. The yeah, first, every first thing they want to do is COVID. Yeah, but I don't think, I think it's deeper than that. Because like just how you said, they're coming out with a booster shot. What do you mean? What, if I took this vaccine, why the hell do I need a booster? What's the booster for? Yeah, you could tell me, oh, there's different variants of COVID. Okay, cool. You said it's the same thing. It's different strands of the flu. Easter point, you still call it, you still call it a flu shot. You don't call it a vaccine. You call it a shot. So I think there is more to this than what we see, more to more to than what they're actually letting on to tell us. And the thing is, we know this. You can't come out and tell the truth directly because if you do that, you're going to create mass hysteria. And creating that is not good because you have some people out there who have a well fuck it, we're going to die anyway type of mentality. And then if you put it out there like that to the mass, then you'll, you know, the outcome can be, you know, something that they probably can't not control. But 
you know, like you say, you got a lot of traveling to do. Those of us who wants to travel, we have to have the vaccine no matter what. And then you kind of, that's a way to get everybody to take the vaccine and what's going to happen to us. What's, what's, you know, we can't tell. They We see what the side effects are right now, but what's the side effects going to be in a year, two years, three years? What's going to happen to your body? Is your body going to deteriorate a little bit faster? Um, is the shot a way for them to get micro technology inside of us without of us without us knowing to be able to detect where we're at here and there? Nanite, nanite uh, technology. That's what it's called. Nanite tech, tech, technology. We wouldn't know. We just know that it's a vaccine. You know. Mm-hmm. We can't, we, those things are like microscopic, so we couldn't, we wouldn't be able to tell that, hey, they putting this in our body. Weird to me. A lot to think about. A lot, you say a lot to think about? Yeah, I haven't made a decision on getting it. I haven't got it. Um, Felicia's point, I do have some travel. I haven't seen that it's mandatory for travel, but I do have some travel plans this year. Yeah, outside of the country, outside of the country is going to be, uh, is is going to be mandatory? Um, I know. I've only seen where it's mandatory, where you uh, most countries are requiring you to have a test seventy two hours prior. But you really can't make, in my opinion, can't make the vaccine be mandatory. That's a part of your right, whether uh, you want to get vaccinated or not. Yeah, you can. If you want to come into my country. Your ass need to be vaccinated. If you don't want to be vaccinated, keep your well, ass. I guess in I won't be in your country then. That, and that's totally. But, f- I mean, that's totally but fine. I'm just saying, you know, I don't think that that's they're gonna make it mandatory. But I have seen in researching, like for traveling um, to the uh, different areas, they are re- asking that you take. Well, I'm not. They're not asking. They're requiring that you take a COVID test. Um, no more than seventy-two hours prior to traveling, and that's even on point as well. Yeah. yeah, I have known some people be required to, um, like to your point. I didn't have to for um, just local, just state to state travel, um, but I have known someone to travel out of this country, and they did just have to have a test like seventy-two hours before they went out of the country. And I'm supposed to go out of the country later in the year, so I guess I'll have time to think about that, but. Um, hopefully it only requires me to get tested versus um, having to get vaccinated. Not saying that I won't ever. It's just something that I'm, I still haven't made a decision on at this point. Yeah. Um, it was even so when I was looking for um, a plane ticket the other day, it, they have it on um, the airline website that say some countries will uh, require you to take a COVID test 72 hours. Yeah. There is a COVID note. It was like three or four of them. And I was like, well, I'm not trying to go over there. So I'm not worried about it. See if I can get this flight cheaper than what you're telling me. (laughs) That was my point at that. But yeah, they did have it 72 hours on it. Well, it ain't like none of us is flying to Europe or anything like that no time soon. I do have a... I I am going somewhere in September. That ain't... Okay. You going to Europe? Nope, but I'm going somewhere. Okay. And I'm flying. <laughs> Where you going? Crazy? No. 
Well, yeah. Issa, don't 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 smirk like that. Y'all heard <laughs> like uh, y'all trying to say something. Hey, you said y'all that. got something to say? Shit, you said it. That's fine by me. <laughs> Shit. No, I'm going to Hawaii in September. Ah, take me with you, Lisa. <laughs> I've always wanted to. Let's talk home. about it. Yeah, I go on out there. Go on out there. Uh, talk about it. I actually gonna be somewhere in September, so I can't go anyway. But I want to still talk about it just because I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. That's my That's celebration right. of kids going off to school and um, pre-birthday. Emptiness. I'm going to be lit. I need to talk to Lisa about that. Turn up at her crib. That's what it's going to be. As long as she get back. She's going to be free. Yeah. She's gonna be free like uh like Queen Elizabeth. I'ma start, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you know she would let her free fly. That is too funny. Yeah. R. I. P. Uh Prince Philip. I don't know if you made it to King or not. Uh I'm not invested that much in royal in the royals. But uh Mr. Philip is now gone at ninety nine years of age. That's a long ass time. Okay. He went through he went through and saw a whole lot of racist shit in his lifetime. <laughs> I know that's kinda of fucked up right to say. But it is it is true. Anybody that's ninety nine years old has seen a lot of racism in their life. But yeah. She free now. We know she a freak. I watch the documentaries. We know what she like. I gotta check out these documentaries. Yo, we know. Y'all gonna let the queen start in peace now. Let the queen start in peace. Y'all gonna let her start in peace. Y'all don't think she's too old to be fighting now? Bullshit. Bullshit. She a freak. She she a freak. According to them documentaries, she a freak. She uh. Which one? I need to know exactly which documentary to watch about the queen being a freak. Which one? Pick one. Pick one. Was they on Netflix? Where they at? Oh, <laughs> Where they shit, it's about thirty. Right, it's right. About 30, it's about thirty of them on Netflix. She, she a freak. We know she a freak. What is that? She gonna hoe? get her BB. She gonna get a BBL and be rich. <laughs> she a hoe. You know she a hoe. How do you know? Cause we told her so. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> That's real. She's she too old to be still fighting. She should be tired by now. Man, have you seen the memes? Have you seen the memes? <laughs> they got they got her head on Kim Kardashian body, talking about she's single and ready to mingle. <laughs> no, they, who, who, not the queen. Not the queen. She's gonna get her one of the BBCs, and she's gonna be like, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna check out these documentaries. Y'all gonna stop lying on the queen, man. The queen, the whole uh, hell. Even one of the movies were uh, the whole the whole deal with William Shakespeare. Basically, uh, the real William Shakespeare was having an affair with the fucking queen, and all it most of his uh, plays and stuff was kind of based around their relationship or some shit like that. Hmm. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, watch the movie. I think it's called William. I think that's the name of the movie, but it was like he was the one who was actually he William Shakespeare wasn't William Shakespeare. Mm. Yeah, I think the movie is called William, but he was really fucking with the Queen and he was writing stuff about what was going on with him and the Queen and kind of putting the spin on it or whatever the case. 
Some real dope shit. I mean, huh. how, how you gonna be a, how you gonna be royalty without scandal? Right. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, the royals gonna fuck some people they ain't supposed to. Look at Harry. <laughs> too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. Okay. We have yeah. MPs. We made. I said when they when when uh, I didn't watch the interview, but they were saying that. I did. When they were saying that she was, uh, when, uh, I guess what her name, Meghan Markle or whatever, when she was talking about how how uh, Dark the Baby was gonna come out, only thing that could play in my head was the movie Life. Who 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 the poppy of that chocolatey baby? <laughs> 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 like, you know that she, but she can pass for white too though. She she on the lighter side, like you would you you would you would question like eh, is she really black or is she you know she ain't on nappy roots yeah. you know she and she, they was worried about the baby being dark yeah you knew you, you knew it was a possibility it's okay look now think about it if he would have came if the baby would have came out chocolate red hair blue eyes mm. Mm. And hell, is Harry even Di- well, we know Harry's Diane, but shit, we know he ain't Prince Charles. Prince Charles mm-hmm. blonde and bald. <laughs> Where did red hair come from? I ain't following a family tree or no shit like that, but where did red hair come from? I think red what do you got what? Red hair and blue eyes? Come on. No that nigga the devil. Mighty. No. What? Am I is it he got it from deep down within the bloodline? Research on it. I think Diane was having an affair with like somebody. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she did her, her share of things. All I'm saying is, I don't believe that Harry is Charles' baby. That's all. That's it. I bet you they won't do no DNA test. That's all you want to say. Look, okay, look at William. Look at William and look at Charles. Them motherfuckers is ugly. <laughs> Them is two ugly ass men. Them is two ugly ass men. We have siblings that they don't look just alike all the time, and they have the same skin. I get it, but where the red, where the red hair come from? Harry on some gangster. <laughs> Harry on some gangster shit. He like, man, fuck y'all in that money in that little bitch ass castle. I ain't never gonna be king anyway. Fuck y'all. Got me. Might well gone live his life. Right. Got <laughs> got him a half and half. Okay. Got him a little swirl, and he fit. You know, made him made made him a little baby. Like, you know, <laughs> you know. But if if Harry, if Megan ever has a real chocolatey baby, and the baby come out with red hair and blue eyes and it's chocolate, I mean, you know, you know, that's it, right? huh? 
Ain't nothing about that you just said right, but okay. <laughs> Y'all got the Ain't visual. Ain't nothing about that right. You got the visual. You got the visual. That's all that matters, you know. <laughs> just think about it, huh? Yeah, it's there. You see it. You know, mm-hmm. milk chocolatey baby. <laughs> I watch the documentary. That's 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 all. It's a bunch of them. All them, all them queens, Elizabeths, and all of them. All of them some hoes. It's okay. Yeah, that, 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 that's the perfect song, right? What'd you say? Thought and let let her thought in peace. Go on ahead. Let her thought in peace. She got some tea and crumpets. She probably about ninety or so herself. Let her thought in peace the rest of the way out. Oh, that is a good question. How old is she? She probably. You think they're about the same age? Or how old is she? Is she? Or she younger? You think she younger? She may be right behind him. She don't look. Little she don't. She, now he looked like he was. He looked like he was ninety nine. She don't look like she ninety nine. Or is that just the old picture that they be using of her? <laughs> that picture they be showing be looking like he was already dead. <laughs> like he was the walking dead. That picture I was seeing, I was like, okay. I bet you they buried him in his uh uh. Soldier outfit, uniform, or whatever the case. Had a nice little royal wedding. I bet you that was dope. I mean, a royal funeral. (laughs) I was like, a wedding? Uh, Somebody getting married. (laughs) They they said Megan didn't go because she didn't want to be around the racists. I was like, well. (laughs) Oh, did they say that? (laughs) Did they say that? Well, jeez. Are you cutting up? Or no, did they really no, say that? I'm pretty sure somebody said it out there. <laughs> if not, I did. <laughs> you, you putting it out there. You saying it first, so if something come up about it, remember I told y'all. She knows. She, I don't want to go see those racist people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. Nothing new. I wouldn't want to be around racist either. It's like going back to visit your slave master. <laughs> who who does that? Hey, boss. <laughs> I'm not your boss. I'm not your boss. Okay. Go upstairs and die on the shitter. I'm watching Life Today. I just want to let y'all know that now. That's yeah. too many life references. I got to go watch that. <laughs> That's the movie of the day is Life. Yeah. You're watching Life Today, and I'm watching Rough Riders documentary and Queen Elizabeth's uh, body lifestyle. <laughs> Lisa, no. what you watching? Mm. My eyelids. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> oh, sleepy see? see? I'm going to watch my eyelids for a few hours and then I'm going to see if I can shake something. <laughs> shake something, wake something. Yeah. yeah, see if I can shake something, see if I can, you know. Yeah, get them, see if she can stop, drop. Yeah. Shut them down, yeah. open up, shot. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <Rude>. <laughs> That's how we're going to end this today. That's how we're going to end it. We're going to end it yeah. on the DMX. I got you. I got you. But yeah, Issa, you know what? I'm probably reach out to somebody and see uh, see if we can get that going. Your thought and ass, uh, ass queen documentary. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be some real good shit. So, yeah. Yeah, break it down for us. Yeah, let us know so we can see how she's supposed to be. She's not thotting now, y'all. I'm sure that she's not. I'm, I'm, she's a good wholesome hoe right now. Wholesome. Wholesome. Wholesome, is that what it is? Wholesome. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's too old. 
That's cool. You can't do it. You ready to stop, drop too, and shut them down, open up shop. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we get it. Yeah. She gonna uh, go since they wanna put her head on Kim Kardashian. She might go get the girls' perspective. All I told y'all she gonna go get a BBL. She'll <laughs> be ready. She, I is it too late for her to get the uh, mom makeover? She can get the uh, that vagacial. Mm. The badge reconstruction, tighten up. Well, like, is she the, is she a whole like nerdy sexy? Is she probably need it. <laughs> you know she just used vinegar and water. This is not the remedies episode. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Stay tuned for that one, nerdy. You can enlighten us on the remedies. <laughs> right. Home remedies you should use. Yeah, y'all better on that than me. To get that snatch back. <laughs> right. All right. snatch a soul. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. With that being said, this has been another wonderful, wonderful, amazing, funny, up and down episode of Oh, It's That Podcast. I am nerdy. I'm Issa. Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo. Issa and Lisa. Issa and Lisa. I'm Lisa. In the building. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we at this bitch. For talking fast, oh, you think it's funny? Then you don't know me, money. It's about to get ugly. Whatever, dog, I'm hungry. I guess you know what that means. Come up off that green. Five tickets over me. Don't make it a murder scene. Give a dog a bone. Leave a dog alone. Let a dog roam, and he'll find his way home. Home of the brave. My home is the cave. And yo, I'm a slave to my home. It's the grave. I'm a poor paper. It's all about the paper. Stop. Shut them down, open up shop. <laughs>